Welcome to the New Clothes Podcast. This is where we are creating a space for our brokenness, yet remembering that God uses broken people just like us. We are standing on the promise of Zechariah 3, 4. See, I have taken away your sins, and now I am giving you these new clothes. Whew! Satan, you don't get to win today. We are forgiven. We are free. And we have the power of the Holy Spirit living within us. So, let's get started, friends. I got new clothes. Well, I just want to welcome you to this week's podcast. It's the first ever that we are doing a panel. And so I want to just um, really quickly welcome my three guests, Janice, Becky, and Leanne. These are some of my dear friends. And we've all had walks in life, just like everybody else. We've had struggles in our past or, you know, life is just hard, right? And so we're going to talk about the resting. We're kind of following this month. We're talking about our values in the resting and, and how do we do that? And so I thought I'd share something that happened yesterday. Yesterday, um, my daughter is still working. We're working on getting her visa, not her visa, but well, yeah, it's called humanitarian parole at this point. And I've been praying and praying and everybody else is praying and praying. And I got this call. I missed it. I'm waiting for them to call back. It's the USCIS, which is the people that call you about parole stuff. I was so excited. You guys, I was so excited. Like I was hopping around my trailer. I was like, okay, Lord, you've got this. Yes, you're so faithful. This is my day. I'm claiming it, Lord. You said, you know, believe what you're going to get, you know ask and believe that you've received it. I believe I've received it. I mean, I was on fire, right? And then <laughs> and then I got the call and the guy is just like, so I'm just returning your call. It looks like you put in a question and what do you need? And I'm just like, oh, and we talked and it was just all the normal jargon. We can't really help you. It's just a waiting process. I don't know what to do for you. And I, I hung up and I'm like, then I'm broken, right? Because I was so excited. I'm like, Lord, what What do you want me to do? Like, am I not supposed to? Am I supposed to pray more? Am I supposed to? It's the same thing we do, right? Like, if I maybe I'm not praying enough. Maybe I should start fasting more over this. Like, maybe I shouldn't eat until it comes. And maybe, you know, like, just like these things of, like, that is just doing, Jamie. Like, yes, I cannot change anything about it. So I'm like, all right, Lord, you are still a faithful God. Like, I don't know if this is testing or what, but I still believe you are faithful. I still believe, and and I know that your timing is perfect. So just help me to rest in that because you are a faithful God. You don't abandon us. You don't make us walk through these things alone. Doesn't make it, it, it doesn't mean that it's still not disappointing or that it's, but I know that he has it in control. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, before learning how to rest, this would be two or three days of, <laughs> yes. you know, just broken. Yes. So, but I don't know. So let's just kind of talk about that because I think people deal with that. I think people deal with like, I'm, 
I'm just broken. If I just do this enough, or if I'm just that, you know. I know that when I, I've just recently, I would say, learned how to just go, okay, I gave it to God and now I'm going to trust him and I'm not going to worry about it anymore. And that's kind of what I think the resting is. Mm -hmm. um, but before it was days and days and months and it, I would just constantly go, okay, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And worry. Mm -hmm. You know, and that is when, when Satan would be like, Aha, that's where you're vulnerable. And so then he would get in there and start making it worse. And so then I would worry more and then I would worry more. Mm -hmm. and it would just do you ever like do those reels over in your head? Like you play the scenario in your head over and over and over. Like I'm laying in bed thinking, okay, well, if I just write the email like this or I should do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. All the time. I'm. Right now, I'm I'm um, making some really big decisions in our lives, my husband and I are. And so for the first month or so, I was like that. I was going, okay, if I could do this, okay, I'm going to do this, okay. And if this happens, I'm going to do this. And if this happens, I'm going to do this. And if this happens, I'm going to do this. And I was planning it all. And before I even knew what had happened, I had planned the outcomes for five different things before even bringing it to the Lord. Mm. before even going, oh, okay, God, what do you want? And once I was finally like, what do you want? Now the answers are coming. Mm. Now, and maybe not the answers that I thought would come or I wanted, but now they're starting to click in place and go, oh, okay, yep, that's, I see that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but it wasn't until I was willing to like just, stop and wait for him but okay so yeah so i'm just going to remind everybody the verse for the month is isaiah 30 15 which is only in returning and resting in me is your salvation and in quietness and in confidence is your strength and it's just such a powerful verse to me because you know you think about salvation yes our salvation spiritually but like don't you wonder like <laughs> Sometimes he just saves us from our anxiety. <laughs> just save me from the reels in my head. Yes. Know? There's a lot more to that. And just being quiet so that we can hear. Like you had to stop doing all your planning so you could hear. Mm -hmm. And that God was faithful. Yes. It started getting the answers. Yes. Yeah. yeah and it was. Absolutely. Yeah. It was amazing. So. And now try not to take those, you know, try now that I'm starting to get answers going, okay, I accept these answers and I'm not going to get back on that hamster wheel because <laughs> we all know how good I am with that. <laughs> Anybody else? Have you had times where you like, you've had to trust God for something or you had a time in your life when you felt like it could be even like spiritual. You were you were like, am I doing enough to be a good Christian? Am I really a good Christian because I'm not really doing this or that? Or have you had any moments like that? I think for me, one of the hard times was um, after, so, you know, my, I had a career and then, you know, I had kids. And so we decided I would stay home with my kids. So for a while it was like, that was weird. Like, what do I tell people like what was my value like mm. 
well, I'm a mom. I'm a mom. Like it to me, it was weird because I always had my career. Well, then the kids grew up and we ended up moving to a totally different state. I didn't know anyone and my kids were grown. And so it, I spent a lot of time thinking, what, what is my purpose right now? Mm. Like I'm, I don't even know people. I don't have kids to take care of. I don't have a job. I, and that was an interesting time for me just to, just to really seek the Lord. Like what, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Am I, you know, am I supposed to be doing a ministry? Am I, and I am a doer and mm-hmm. I like to stay really busy. And mm-hmm. so that was, that was really challenging for me. Um, because I, and I like to, I think a lot of people do, but I like to control things. <laughs> and so I was like, well, if I did, sort of like what Janice was saying, like, well, if I do this and this and this, and I'll get all my ducks lined up in a row. And then I'm like, I don't know if that's really what I'm supposed to be doing. And I would kind of start doing something and um, it would be like, okay, this isn't, uh, this isn't working out. So obviously this isn't, and that, that that was a challenge. Um, that time was really a challenge for me. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah. Luann is a very much doer. She helps me out with the, with like anything pretty that comes with the, the podcast. Luann does that. And you are sometimes very talented. I'm at night and Thank I'm you. like, Luann, go to bed. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. I get, I like to, I like to check things off. um, so how did you get through that like did you uh, well you know I would love to say that I reacted super spiritually and (laughs) (laughs) the reality is I I get to where I I can almost even make my husband crazy and fortunately he is a huge blessing and when I allow him to uh, speak into my life um, that is helpful because he was like, you are, you're going to, you know, get an ulcer and you're, you know, so that helped me to just kind of step back. And what was really interesting is once I did that, there was a lot of freedom mm-hmm. in just being okay with not doing anything and just really waiting for clear direction. Mm-hmm. Um but it was it was almost like I had to get over a hump to get to that side to where I was just relaxing, just in in, in free freed in just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my husband helped. It, so, <laughs> it sounds to me like you made a mind shift, right? You, yeah. you you made a decision of, I don't want to live like this anymore because I'm going to get right. an ulcer, mm-hmm. right? And God gives yeah. us that choice. Sure, you can live like that. You can have an ulcer and you can fret about mm-hmm. it. But the reality is, I think, I don't know about you guys, but 2020 showed me that I have no control over anything. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, it's that. It's we, interesting, too, because he's so good and so faithful. Like, I mean, I've been a Christian a long time. And with all these different experiences, you know, he's come through every time. Mm -hmm. And you'd think I would, 
quickly say, well, I know God's got this, you know, but somehow I revert back. But being in the word or, you know, having people speak into your life Mm -hmm. can remind me like, you know, God is so faithful. He is always provided. He's always taken care of whatever situation I find myself in. Maybe not in my timing, (laughs) but always, always. Uh, all of a sudden, I have a visitor. <laughs> <laughs> a surprise attack. I do. I have Sneak a surprise attack. visitor. Um, right. And so come here and say hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Hello, Caitlin. I miss you too. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. So you're on our live podcast now. Oh, she can I said you're on our live pod, our live podcast. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's scary. Okay, bye. I'll be done in a while. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't know she was coming home tonight. I had no idea. This is real life, people. This is real life. Exactly. We're a bunch You're of moms. Grown. You know, <laughs> Lynn had talked about, you know, how she had gone through that time where the kids started to grow. And I think all of us, like mine are out. My kids are 27. And my twins are 26. And, um, you know, Jana's, yours are almost all out. You have one that's still hanging on, a scraggler. And yeah. Becky, you have two girls that mm-hmm. are ready to graduate this year. And so, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you're thinking when you hear Luann, you're like, uh-huh. Like, I mean, you're, <laughs> you might not be the just the mom, right, that we feel like. And that's such a wrong feeling for us as women. If we stay mm-hmm. home, we are not just a mom. We are a mom and that's our job and that is our mission field mm-hmm. i know you're outside in the uh, in the workplace but i know really i know you so i know your heart is really <laughs> to not be in the work field yeah <laughs> so you you've got I'd rather be waiting, home <laughs> right you've got this waiting of like these kids are graduating and things are changing yeah have you well, it sounds like it, it sounds like we're all going through changes that are mm. maybe this is just real life for women. I don't know. But mm. um, yeah, resting. It's it's funny that that's the topic you pick on this first one, because <laughs> I am very much not. Um, I do not excel at resting and mm. it's catching up with me. And I used to joke about, um, you know, God, if you really want to change something in my life, you're probably going to have to hit me with a truck or something. And I probably should have watched when I said that because, you know, (laughs) um, some decisions that I've made and how I've approached my full life and trying to keep busy in every moment are starting to catch up to me and impact, um, just my overall life. And I'm having to reevaluate and look and say, like, how do you rest? Um, I think when I look back at my life, I've always kept it very busy because I, I think in my head, I thought being a good follower of Christ was always doing something, keeping busy, getting busy in the church. Um, when I look back at the different churches that I've served, um, I jump in with two feet. I, you know, walk in and say, here's my gifts and talents. Use me. And they do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes probably they use me until I say no, which I don't say. Right. So. I, I feel like I understand sometimes about people who go into the ministry full-time because I'm not even in the ministry full-time. This is just like, Hey, use me on the weekends and on the evenings. And, 
But I think I, I understand why some people in the ministry get burned out because, you know, after a certain while, I think you, you hit this point where you're doing things for God, but you've lost the ability to connect with God or to hear from him. Mm. And I think when I look kind of over the past couple of years, I think that's kind of what's um, maybe that's where the my life has been heading <laughs> is that. I was so busy and consumed with serving him and taking care of my family. Cause like Jamie said, you know, I had little girls that were growing up um, that are seniors in high school now. And I also had a job and I was just consumed with staying busy. And I felt like that was just my, I should just do this all the time. I should be busy. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding now when I actually have to rest mm -hmm. and I'll def define rest in just a quick second. <laughs> Um, I'm finding that I was using busy to cover up things that in the rest, like the whole reason I think that God actually prescribes rest for us is to allow us to take that quiet moment and, and introspectively look and see like, what's the next thing you need to work on my life with? Cause you said at the beginning, none of us are perfect. We're all fallible. We've mm -hmm. all made mistakes. We continue to make them. And what I'm finding is that I've, I've filled this area that I probably really, you know, need to dig in with God. I filled it with busyness. Mm -hmm. And even when I thought I was resting, like, oh, let me watch TV. Jamie and I talked about this this weekend. Yeah. Um, I was super good at resting by watching TV, which is not resting because your brain is still hearing something else and it's not quiet. And so what I'm being challenged with right now is to truly rest, which means to sit quietly, no noise, excuse the dog barking in the background, um, <laughs> Real life I mean, here. no noise and just sit. And Jamie might remember this, but in high school, the worst punishment you could have given me was to put me in a room by myself. Mm -hmm. So even back then, I think I realized that I didn't want to be alone with the thoughts that. I might need to look at and, and figure out how to deal with or hurts or sadnesses or grieving that I had to do. I think I just covered it up with, okay, let's stay busy. Let's stay busy. And the more I talk with women our age, and I'll just kind of say it, <laughs> yeah. the more I find out that a lot of us do that. A lot of us just yeah. consume ourselves with staying busy because there's things mm -hmm. we just, we don't want to deal with. So, so for me, I am not, I feel like listening to your guys' stories, I'm like, that's so awesome and so encouraging. I'm yeah. not there yet. I am like at the beginning of my rest journey going, how do I do this? <laughs> so I start small with a cup of tea. There you and, go. And chatting with your friends. <laughs> chatting with my friends. Yeah. But yeah, that's... I remember... It's a good verse. It's a good verse, Jamie. <laughs> I remember a time in my life where like, I think when you talk about busy, when my kids were little and I was, I think as I've grown, I've, I've learned, and I guess being on the mission field, I've, I've been isolated and I've learned to be okay with that. But before that, it was like, if you're not with people, you've got the TV on or you've got the radio on, or you've got, you know, you've always got some type of distraction. And when mm -hmm. we're always distracted, how do we hear the word of God? How do we hear that still small voice? Because he's not in the lightning and he's not in thunder and he's not in the wind. He's the whisper. 
Mm-hmm. And it's so easy in our busyness, whether it's doing things or watching things or listening to things, and it could be great. I mean, it's, you know, you could be listening to great podcasts like this one, filling yeah. up your time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but are there times that we allow ourselves to sit and just be quiet? Can you drive? Does it, can anybody drive without, without the radio on? Mm-hmm. I can. Actually, but I, I could have every once in a while. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I couldn't, and now I can. And sometimes I prefer it, even mm-hmm. you know. I turn off that radio and I start talking to God. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not so afraid of just the voices in the head, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I think that it's it's. If I'm alone, if I'm quiet, what am I going to hear? That. Yeah. Something it's else a little vulnerable. Can... <laughs> yeah, very much more vulnerable. Something else that um, just came to my mind while you guys were talking is learning how to rest is something that I'm just learning how to do. But one of the reasons why it's been really hard for me to learn how to rest is because I was guilt ridden if I wasn't doing something, Mm -hmm. if I wasn't serving or if I wasn't working or working for my family, or if I wasn't at work that minute, if I wasn't helping the kids with homework or cleaning the house or cooking or taking care of something Mm -hmm. um, and somebody saw me, then I wasn't a good Christian because I wasn't serving my family. I wasn't taking care of them the way God wanted me to take care of them. And so I burned myself out on, on my family, on my house, on everything because I didn't know how to stop because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with the guilt and I didn't know how to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until this past summer that I was finally freed from that and and learning how to just rest and it's not something that's like an easy lesson it takes practice to be able to do it and sometimes just driving in the car in silence is like okay this is a little uncomfortable (laughs) you know but getting to that point is amazing absolutely amazing and getting to the point where you're not feeling the guilt anymore too is amazing so i don't know if any of you guys have dealt with that (laughs) yeah well and i'd like to go ahead lauren i see you well and one of the things that um and in a ladies bible study that i was in down in texas we were talking about that about this kind of thing the topic wasn't really resting but about guilt um because and and the reminder that I kept coming to is that's from Satan. Yeah. And he he wants to keep me busy and he wants to keep me distracted and he wants to keep me feeling guilty so that I don't have freedom in Christ. Yes. And so if I can keep reminding myself, I wish I could say, like I said, that I was like doing it like a hundred percent of the time because I'm not, I'm not there, but We're if human. I, yeah. Yeah. But if I have these times where I'm just really like, oh, like this is what Satan wants. He wants me to be like, you know, all mm-hmm. crazy in my head and, you know, not resting. Right. And so if I guess the one thing that's helped me recently is if I can remind myself, this is what Satan wants. Well, I sure don't want what he wants. Right. 
And so then it makes it a little bit easier to try to put my got to do it, my got to control it aside because I don't want what Satan wants. And that makes it a little easier. I wish it would be, I wish I was saying like, I just want what God wants. Well, no, I don't want what Satan wants, but at least that's getting me to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> over the hump. Yeah. So next little step. It was when Janice was talking about, you know, guilt about a lot of us, you know, Becky, I think you're there too with like at the church, there's always that 20, 80%, right? So we're like, I'm doing it. I, you know, I got to do it because if I don't do it, Who's going to do it? And and uh-huh. people are relying on me and I've got to, I, I can't not do it. If I don't show up, then this isn't going to happen and blah, 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 blah. And then I start thinking about, well, what will somebody else think of me? Right? Like you said, yeah. if I'm not, yeah. but on the opposite side, then have you ever been because you were like that judging somebody else? Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Candace, mm-hmm. I remember judging you you probably don't even know it when i worked at because i was so like you gotta do we have everything right like because we i worked at a christian school our kids went together went to school together our daughters did and and janice and i did so much like we were both on the fundraising committee and we were both i mean the education committee and the athletic committee you know because it's a small school you're on everything if you're not on you know yeah and i remember she was trying to take that you know god was trying to say janice quiet down and just don't take on as much stuff and when i called her my girl who does it all with me and she's like i'm sorry i can't do anything right now because i'm trying to be you know resting and i'm just like <laughs> i didn't say that i'm sure i'm like oh that's great god is really doing some good stuff and i'm like what just happened I do not remember that fashion time this was years ago. Our kids were little. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, I'm just, so that's in my head. I'm like, you judged other people. You know people are judging you. But then yeah. I have to recognize of this. This is my page and this is their page. And they get to choose however they want to respond. But I still get to decide how I'm going to react on my page. Yep. You don't have to like, the other women don't have to like what I do. Right. Nobody. Mm-hmm. If you want to judge me, that that's you. You can you can do it. Yep. But I'm here knowing that I'm resting in God, and I'm not going to allow your page to affect my page. You know, and I think that to me, learning that lesson was freeing for me. It was like, Very. you know, because because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, people we're women, and and women are catty, and <laughs> we got to work on this, women, like. And I mean, that's part of what I want in this podcast is like, we need to see like, we need to light each other's candles. We need mm-hmm. to, we don't, we have to, st- we are not each other's, you know, competition right here. This mm-hmm. is my competition. This yep. is right. I, yep. I need to be better than I was yesterday. If the Lord is, if he wants me to rest and I don't need to do 10 more pushups, oh, no. I don't, you know, <laughs> but right. I don't have to compete against you in the gym mm-hmm. or I don't have to compete against you. Or I don't have to compete against you over here. I can just be really proud that you've done something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I think that as Christian women, we can just, if we can stop that judging and recognize that, you know what, maybe my sister learned how to rest. Maybe I need to learn. But it's yeah. hard, you know, because sometimes we don't want, 
we know they're supposed to learn how to rest, right? Mm -hmm. We know that there's freedom, but we're fighting it. We don't know how to let it go, right? Becky's talking about it right now. She's like, I'm in that moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I And we've talked about that before, Becky. We talked about this last week and we got together and we talked about play. Yep. And there's, there's, I need to look it up. There's scientific studies that if you play as an adult, your creative mind expands, you know, and, and we don't, we don't allow ourselves. We need that rest. It's not a disciplinary thing. It's like, let me reset. Cause mm-hmm. how many of us are working from morning to night on things, whether it's this or that. And, and, and I get foggy brains and I'm not able to focus because I'm doing it all day long. And then I never, I never stop. And I take these little moments and my phone's digging and over here and, and me, I started resting on Sunday on purpose because I wanted that reset. And it, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been eye opening to me because I keep thinking of things I want to do. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I should go. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to rest. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of holding myself back from it. And so then, it, then it's like drawing the arrow back, right? Until Monday, I'm ready to go boom. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've reset. Yeah. But if I'm doing it all, it's just like, just one more day. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up and we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll get it done. Hopefully I'll focus on it. And, you know, I'm a little ADHD. So I asked all you girls to pray for me today because <laughs> <laughs> I need the focus. <laughs> that resting is so important. How much is a transformed life worth? Did you know only two out of 10 students will make it all the way through high school in Haiti? But even though, Haiti is in a humanitarian crisis. There are children who are learning how to dream. We want to invite you to be a hero in a young student's life. We want to invite you to sponsor a high school student so that they will continue to attend high school. They won't be part of the statistic. They will learn critical thinking and leadership and hands-on skills, and you will be empowering them to make the change that we all wanna see in Haiti. We invite you to come along. Go to www.reachoutlefund.org give. There, you can set up a monthly payment or a one-time payment, but we would love to have you partner monthly with us. Would you be a hero? There is a um, a feeling that I remember of the first time that I ever understood the word rest and what that meant to like rest in God. And so for the longest time, I chased that feeling. Um, And it's, I think it changes as you mature and as things are. So like the first time I experienced rest and that, like that peace in God of just going, okay. It was amazing and it was freeing. And so now I'm always searching, going, okay. I'm going to rest. And here comes that feeling. Where's that feeling? Okay. God, where's that feeling? I'm resting. Here, see me, I'm resting. And it doesn't come. <laughs> and so learning, learning that there's all different levels of resting in God and there's different ways to rest in God. Um, you know, just, just taking the Sabbath 
and resting for that reset, but then also resting in your trust for him is, is a whole nother, a whole nother level. <laughs> like you were saying, Jamie, about just trusting that God's got this with Joyce's visa or whatever that is called. Um, and really with every area of our life, right? Going, okay, I'm just going to rest. I'm just going to trust. And I'm going to read his word and say like, yes, this will be okay. And the feeling doesn't have to come because it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but I just, I think sometimes the choice has to be made first and then the feeling Mm -hmm. follows because he does promise us. He does promise us peace. But if we read like, you know, that scripture that we all like to quote, you know, I just pray that God will, you know, the peace that passes all understanding will come to you. (laughs) And I mean, sometimes like, you know, you're, you're mourning a loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God's just going to give that to you gracefully. But in that passage, before that, Paul talks about think on things that are good and unlovely. And and that's not my problem. Right. (laughs) It's not, it's not concentrating on your problem because that'll make it better. I can't, I can't. You know, if I've got a test coming in two weeks or the results, I cannot change anything by the word. Yeah. I get like, you wonder if you don't, if you don't keep on your same page. I wonder if people look at me and think, well, man, you're awful calm. Shouldn't you be a, a wreck right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's a whole fact, different... I had somebody say they're like, and I, she wasn't really being judgmental, but. She's like, I just, and I think she actually said it well, but you can see that people see it because, you know, my husband's in Haiti with Joyce and mm-hmm. the gangs are all around and we're dealing with what deaths all around us and kidnappings all around us. And they're like, she said, you're just so calm for all you and your husband are going through right now. And I'm like, I have my breakdowns. I'm human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't usually publish that I'm sobbing at home, you know, crying because you have those moments but there, there should be fleeting moments and not moments that we sit in for days. We have to feel the feelings. Yeah. When, some, when something, when you're under distress, you ha- you can't just stuff it and say, I don't feel mm-hmm. like this. And I'm not going to, not. And we cry out to God and we give him our, our hurts and our anxiety and our stress and our, and our problems. And then we say, okay. Like you said, I don't, it doesn't feel it. You don't feel it right away, yeah. but you say, I'm going to rest. This is I cannot change yeah. this. So so it's okay if I laugh. Yeah. And and it's and I assume that's probably how people deal with after after losing a spouse or after losing mm-hmm. a father, Janice. I know you have to probably make a choice one day. Yeah. It's okay to laugh. Yep. Right? I, I remember the day very, very clearly when it was a a choice to be able to laugh and a choice to be able to hear music mm. and and that type of stuff. It was it was definitely a choice. Yeah. So. And I think, you know, this is how God is so good because he, he wants us to be obedient. And there are so many things in scripture where we do the thing first, even if we're not feeling it, like yes. forgiveness or, or all those things, you know, but then like he's faithful and mm-hmm. we are obedient. And so then he, he comes through every time. I. I, I'm older than all of you and I've 
never had a time in my life where he wasn't face faithful ever. So, but yeah, you sometimes you you have to take that step and just be obedient. I'm going to forgive. I'm going to rest. Mm. I'm going to whatever it is that His Word tells us to do, and He's faithful yeah. every time. It's amazing. Yeah, He's That's a good, good God. He is. So good. <laughs> he is. He's wonderful. And and it's it's sometimes like it's it, I think it's okay to remember that we're human. So there's times where we're where we're tempted to go back and pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. And I heard a really cool definition of temptation today. It said anything a temptation is anything that can cause you satisfaction or pleasure but causes you to be disobedient to God's word. Mm. That's good. Right? (laughs) I was listening to a podcast, and I thought, I need to remember that one. And everybody was tempted. Jesus is tempted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's sin. Right. As I say, sin and temptation is different, right? Because things Mm -hmm. come on our... I mean, Satan speaks in our ear. He whispers... And just because he puts a thought there doesn't mean that we're automatically going to worry. Now, if we start concentrating on that thought and dwelling on that thought and, you know, starting that wheel of, mm-hmm. of that, then, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is worry, is worry a sin? Yes. <laughs> I think it is. We're not, not called to worry. <laughs> yep. Yeah, agreed. I'm very good at it, but we're not called to worry. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. so. When we're tempted to worry, that's when we are supposed to give it to God and rest. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, okay, I got to lay this back down because I can't. Yeah. It's too big for me. And I think sometimes we pick it up and it's like, all of a sudden we're carrying this heavy load and God didn't, didn't intend for us to carry that load. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I love I'm about. I'm worrying the most. I want to. It's because I want to control something. Yeah. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, usually, but I feel like I have a pretty good answer for how it should be. <laughs> so I want to control it so that it will turn out how I think. But every time, you know, I think, okay, I don't. Things usually turn out differently, and. Worrying, my worrying did nothing except cause me anxiety and grief. And and that's not resting in, that's not trusting that God has what's best for me. Mm -hmm. That's not trusting him. And that maybe that's where I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm not trusting him. That's why I want to keep pulling it back. Because I think I, I think I got a way. I think I got a way to do this, you know. And just remembering that his ways are so much higher and so much better. And he has gifts waiting for us that are bigger than we can even imagine. That sometimes I try and remember that when I'm like, because I get the same way. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to happen or this is going to happen. Which one it's going to be depends on which action I take, right? Or we give God ideas. This is how you can can answer my Prayer, yeah. Lord. If only this person did this and then that person, then, and then you can like 
change the algorithms and then you yeah, <laughs> totally because you're all powerful you how it works let me tell you yes. how it works lord yeah give me some so if if worrying is a sin where do we get like how do we find that balance because okay so you've got this problem right and you know you need to take it to the word in prayer he he you know jesus asked the blind men like what do you want right he asked the layman do you want to like do you want to be healed so he wants us to say things to him how do we find that balance of like there are times i think that we need to be on our knees pouring out to god what is the difference between pouring out pouring out to god in prayer and worrying I think when we worry, it's, I mean, at least for me, I'm focusing on the problem. I'm not focusing on God. I'm focusing on the possible solutions. I'm not focusing on God. Mm-hmm. When I'm crying out in prayer, I'm focusing on God. Um when I tend to be lost and I don't know how to pray, when I've picked up a worry and I'm, you know, just going over it time and time again. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, then you're worrying, right? Like you're- right, because then, then you're going, it's all about the thing. To whereas when mm-hmm. I'm talking to God about it, it starts about, it starts out going, God, I, I really need help with this. Please take this from me. I know you can do this. I know you're awesome. I know you have the power to fix this, Lord. And my prayer turns into worship. Mm-hmm. And my prayer turns into praising him. And that's how prayer changes it. Because it doesn't change God because he was never worried about it. It changes my heart. Mm-hmm. It changes how I look at it. I think David's psalms are a lot like that, right? His beginning of his songs, psalms are like, woe is me, and everybody's against me, and the whole world wants to kill me, and Lord, don't yeah. you see me, and how long will, right. will I be? How long, Lord? So our, our prayers haven't changed. Right. Through thousands of years. But he ends with, but I know my God's faith. But I know my God loves me. I know my God wants good for me, right? So it's, I think it's, I don't know. Sometimes I, I want to make sure that I'm not, that I'm not using my, my prayer to cover up my worry. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so then it's, it's that balance of like, well, if I don't worry enough, I won't pray enough. And if I'm if I'm just calm all the time, maybe I'll forget to pray about it. And what if I didn't pray about it for two days? And it's a really big deal. God knows. He knows. <laughs> you had a really good example in that workshop. And I will say, because we have one son that's, he's still down in Texas. He's graduating. I don't know what he's going to do. What? I don't know what he's doing for a job. I, I have no idea. And it has really been stressing me out because now I'm states and states away. But in that workshop, you had mentioned that you write your prayer 
on a piece of paper and put it in an envelope and not to seal the envelope and what the things were. So for my son specifically, I wrote a job and housing because I don't know what he's going to do. And as a mom, Andy's my baby, my only boy, it kind of was wigging me out, you know? So, but I did, I wrote that down and I put it aside. It's not actually an envelope because we're moving across country, but it's, it has helped me so much because what she had said was you don't seal it because when you find that you're worrying about that again, you take it out of the envelope and there's your physical evidence right there. I'm not trusting God with this. I had to take that out of the envelope. Mm -hmm. And that example was, has just helped me over the last two weeks not worry about my son. I still don't know what he's doing. And I don't have anxiety about it right now, which is a miracle. That's amazing. And that, just that simple exercise. And I think, again, it was one of those it's a physical way that you're showing obedience in yeah. trusting God. But it yeah. was a physical thing for me. Instead of just saying it, it was yeah. like a physical thing of writing it down and putting it over here. And that is very, very helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, because that's when we start worrying about it and start making our plans. And it's like, okay, I got to go take that back because I obviously think I have this better than you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but and again, you told I us, sure don't want to hinder him, right? He's right. probably got something 10 times better than what I could ever even think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like you said earlier that you're still struggling with all this, mm-hmm. right? So you're in the midst of the heavy. So really, if there's a list, like... I, I've noticed that you've gotten quiet. <laughs> absorbing. You're absorbing. So what is something, but I know that God is working on you. Mm-hmm. What is something that, that you could, you could bring to the table that somebody that's listening right now is struggling with this? What is one of the hardest things that you're dealing with? I just totally put Becky on the spot here. <laughs> She's like, can I kick you quiet. through Zoom? <laughs> it's it's being quiet before God and not not being quiet and listening to a podcast or not being quiet and having a praise CD on. It's being quiet in front of him. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, that is that is the hardest thing because like I, I said earlier in that quiet, a bunch of stuff creeps up, you know, for me personally, and I'm probably not ready to go into that part of it, but there's some grief that's coming up that I'm, I've done a really good job of ignoring for probably about 20 years. And in that quiet, I all of a sudden notice that's coming up and it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I think that's why I've been busy because I just don't want to deal with that. And so I think sometimes for, for those of us who are struggling with just trying to learn how to do this resting and being quiet, it's being open to recognizing some of these different signs. So unfortunately for me, yeah, it took some physical <laughs> issues to kind of go, 
hey, Becky, how about, I mean, that's, you know, that's God knocking me on the head going, hello, <laughs> why don't you take Gently, some time out lovingly. and listen to me? He's like, he's caressing you, Becky. He's there we go. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that was, that was my, for lack of a better term, my wake up call to say, wow, okay, hang on, you know, this, this pattern that I have been living isn't going to sustain me, which of course that goes into a whole nother thing of, I shouldn't be sustaining me. God should. Right. So, but it's just kind of, it's, you, I think told Luann earlier about the mental shift or the mind shift. And, and that's kind of where I'm at right now is this mind shift of, I can either continue to do my own thing of sustaining myself while I think I'm serving God, or I can truly actually take the time out, rest in front of him, be quiet in front of him and listen to what his direction, like where his direction is leading. So, I mean, honestly, literally, um, the way I'm starting right now is I, I kind of half joked here at the beginning of it, but <laughs> tea at night is what I'm trying to remember to do. Um, obviously not caffeinated, but, <laughs> but just quietly sipping tea because the amount of time it takes to sip tea is just enough of quiet. Um, now that it's nicer outside, although yes, it's still cold for this Alabama girl from Michigan, uh, <laughs> you know, sitting on the back porch, that was something a couple of years ago during the pandemic, I started finding that I really enjoyed. And then the busyness of life crept back in after the pandemic, right? And I mm -hmm. stopped doing that. So that's a, something that I've just kind of tried to do is to be by myself, even if it's for five minutes while I drink tea and just kind of ask God to try and allow me to listen to what he has to say or listen to what he's bringing up in me. So and it's, it, I think earlier I said vulnerable, mm -hmm. it's, I never knew I could be vulnerable by myself, but, um, mm, scary. yeah. Wow. <laughs> we, as, as, uh, <clears throat> as, as Christians, we sometimes have super skills of burying things and I'm not like talking, like, <laughs> I'm not talking like, Oh, I killed someone 20 years ago or anything like that. No, <laughs> I didn't. But what I'm saying is we have the, the best ability to just hide it all because we continue to think we have to be perfect for each other. Mm -hmm. And, it's just those little things that pile up and accumulate. And all of a sudden you're faced with like this mound that you have to start looking at and dealing with and going, what do I do with this? <laughs> well, like, and that's next month, right? Cause this month is the heal is the, yeah. the resting, but next month yeah. will be, uh, there's still work to do and digging under our tent, right? Like we talked about mm -hmm. the conference. Mm -hmm. And so you can't dig and find, feel the feels if we're constantly, you know, brain numbing ourselves, yep. you know, the reason people drink, the reason people, you know, smoke, the reason people binge watch TV, like, Instagram, right? Instagram, <laughs> scroll on our Facebook is because we don't want to face those things. Yeah, exactly. And if I have to think about it, it's kind of, that's scary. Yeah. But, but the, the great thing is, is when we do think about it and we release it to God, Healing is on the other side of that really hard bridge. Mm -hmm. and, and Satan doesn't want us to recognize that. He wants to just, I like, don't look at that. Don't worry about that. You're fine. And then we have 
health issues. Then we have anxiety. <laughs> then we have, you know, problems in our marriage. Then we don't work well with our friends because I think mm-hmm. a lot of our cattiness is because we're comparing because I got to be better than, you know, I, I got to find my value and I can't, I, there's just so much, you know, but mm-hmm. it, it starts with this, this resting of, yeah. I, I will listen a lot of times when I pray. I'll listen to music. I, I really like, I should, I should promote him. Um, there's a guy that does Christian, just um, instrumental worship music. Oh, yeah. And so, okay. and it's almost enough, like you can't, you kind of, oh, I think that that song, but it might not be. And then it goes on to another one where like, when I'm praying, if I have worship music on, I get distracted to some degree. Like I might start with a worship song and praise God or whatever, but I have to turn it off because I, you know, we're in a, we're, our, our brains want to go. If I, I don't know about you, but like yes. me, I, I'm like, okay, Lord. And I need to talk to you about this. And Oh, where's my coffee? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's, I'm all over. And sure. so when I have music on the words, I start following the words and then, and you know, and sometimes there's a benefit to that, but I really like having that, just that gentle music. That's a worshipful music. And it kind of just helps me focus in mm-hmm. without taking me somewhere else, yep. you know, and so, but everybody finds different things, you know, prayer isn't mm-hmm. just, just talking. Right. No, there's some right. listening involved, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Oh. If it was just talking, I think we'd all do really well at it. Right. <laughs> Dear God, here's a list of things that I need done by tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank Amen. you very much. Amen. 9 a.m. <laughs> I have the a deadline. Grab the genie bottle. <laughs> and actually, if you could do them in this way, you know, yeah. that would uh-huh. be good too. Uh-huh. That would be great. <sighs> Patrol breaks. Yep. Uh, yep. We are. That's just humans. Humans are yeah. control freaks. We just are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's that's part of the process of worrying, of just letting it go and finding peace in it. And there is, like Luann said, there's peace. When you recognize that there is nothing I could do to change this. Mm-hmm. I can I can stay on my own page and I can choose how I want to respond, but mm-hmm. I cannot change it by having anxiety and and this isn't you know, some people have a chemical imbalance and, and you need medicine. It's this isn't that. This is that anxiety that we allow to fester in our lives. And and it does fester. Mm-hmm. You know? And we have to we have to clean that out and it's not always easy. You know, and so I like to sit and have prayer time and then just, you know, Lord, what am I gonna do about this? And then just sit there quietly. And sometimes you kind of feel like you hear an answer and sometimes you don't. You don't always hear God responding, but I give him a chance. You know? Sometimes he says, wait. Sometimes he, sometimes he's, I, I've really felt him say, ask me for this. And then other times I felt him say, you don't get to know yet. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard one to hear. Mm-hmm. That was recently, in fact, and I was like, I don't want that answer. (laughs) I don't want that answer. So I think learning to rest doesn't take away our problems, but it it helps us just know who's got us in in their hands, you know, 
Jesus said, I will, you know, in this world, we will have trouble. Mm -hmm. This life is not perfect. Praise God. It's not the last thing we have, you know, but he's overcome the world, right? He, he promises to never leave us or forsake us. He's our good shepherd that walks with us through those dark valleys. That's the faithfulness of God. Not if he does all the things we ask him to. Just knowing that he's faithful and he doesn't leave us in those hard times. That gives me strength. But um, we're, we're landing on an hour here, so let's wrap up. Is there anything, any word of encouragement that you want to give? It's okay if you don't have anything, but if you want to say one last thing, I don't want to close your mouth. Well, speaking as somebody who's currently trying to figure this all out, right, the encouragement I give to anyone who's listening is to continue to try. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been trying to learn to rest, right, for many, many years, decades even, if we want to say that. And I am still learning. Um, And I think the fact that I've chosen to not give up and just say, well, I guess I'm just not a person who rests is partly me being able to trust in God and say, okay, well, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try and learn how to rest in you. That's, you know, so my encouragement is that, you know, even if you think you're the person who can't ever figure it out or won't be able to learn how to rest, just keep asking God to show you how to. And like you said, Jamie, earlier, it's different for every person how to rest, Mm -hmm. but to keep pursuing it. Mm -hmm. I think we're all still learning. You know, I mean, it's a life learned battle where the Israelites kept wanting to go back to Egypt. <laughs> and I thought they're like, you get, you guys are idiots. And then, and then I'm like, oh my word, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, like, cause that's bondage. And I, I, I learned how to we'll, put it down. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever always get it right. I think we'll always be learning the next level of rest. Mm-hmm because life is always going on. So it's not something that you can ever give up on. You just have to go, okay, we're going to try this one too, because you can't go, I got it. Yay. Rest yeah. is mine. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's interesting when you said that, because when you said rest is mine, I think God wouldn't allow that anyway, because you are then your source <laughs> You know what I mean? When you said rest is not, it's not our, he wants us to be dependent on him all the time. No matter what. And and I, yeah. And I, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm older. It's, it's, I keep saying progressive sanctification. Progressive sanctification. (laughs) I'm not dead yet. I woke up this morning, so I'm still learning and I'm still trying and I'm still, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it is nice when you can see like, oh, the Lord taught me something this last time and I applied it here. Mm-hmm. And wow, I didn't have to deal with that so long this time. I yes. still dealt with it, but instead of two weeks, it was only one week. Or instead of, you know, this, you know, I got in a fight with my husband, but I didn't lose, you know, all my over it. And I worked on it and I rested and I breathe through it <laughs> and I asked God <laughs> to give me strength like I know what you've taught me God but <laughs> you know in Deuteronomy it says that all of our success comes from God and success and rest well ladies I had a great time talking with you thank me you for too. being vulnerable mm-hmm. and hopping on with me 
And I know that um, those who are watching will be encouraged by your your words. And um, so hopefully we can do this again next month. You know, this month is we're talking about resting all month long and, and the things. And, and next month we're going to talk about digging through. What do we got to dig? What's underneath our tent? What's what are we hiding? Because we can't we can't fix what we don't know we need to fix. And we can't heal what we don't know what we don't feel. We can't stuff things. Yeah. And so the first thing of unstuffing is just resting and hearing, being willing. Like Becky said, just being willing to be quiet and it's scary. Just it's one day at a time. We we don't reach perfection here on this earth. All right, ladies, thank you so much. And we will talk again soon. Bye. Come on, put on your clothes. I got new clothes. Don't you want some too? I gotta tell you what he did for me. He wants to do for you. He wants to heal you. He wants to give you new clothes. I hope you were encouraged by the conversation today with the ladies. I hope you can see that you are not alone. We're all dealing with things. And even though life is hard, we can trust, we can rest in God, knowing that we're in the perfect place right there in his hands. I hope you'll come back next week. I'm going to be talking with my husband. I'm excited to have him on. He has been in Haiti and he will be home this weekend. And I cannot wait just to talk with him a little bit and to share with you what have we done and how have we endured being separated in junior in a very volatile country and myself here and our daughter not being able to come back um, into the states with us we're just going to talk about how we have learned to trust in god through this all and we want to encourage you so come back next week and hey do me a favor if you have not subscribed yet click subscribe and i would love a review if you can give me a great review that'll help me build this podcast and we can get the word out to other women. If you know somebody that needs to hear this message today, make sure you share it. Love you guys, and we will see you next week.